Welcome to this live stream. It's going to be brief, but we had to get him on. Scott Hannon's down in Mar-a-Lago. He happens to be walking around. As, as you can see here, he just happened to bump into President Donald J. Trump, number 45. Um, Scott, incredible picture. Uh, you and I have been texting. You said you had a chance to visit with him for a few minutes. Talk about what the conversation was like. What's he thinking? Yeah, so I'm down here actually for CPAC. Going to be at, uh, in Orlando tomorrow and Friday. And um, uh, since I was coming down anyway, I've been trying to get together with Chris Ruddy from Newsmax, who's a friend from the 80s. Uh, really, really neat guy and like Chris. And, you know, as successful he's been, he always remembers people he met along the way. So he said, well, come down. We'll go to Mar-a-Lago for lunch. So, um, <laughs> you know, that in and of itself was great. Had a wonderful lunch with Chris and also uh, um, Andrew Giuliani, as a matter of fact, who now works for Newsmax. And uh, Andrew, of course, the son of uh, Mayor Giuliani and a really neat guy. He's now um, a, like kind of an at-large reporter for, for Newsmax. We worked for the president, was um, the liaison head, the liaison office. So any outside external things, he worked for him. So uh, Chris and and, um, and uh, Andrew and I and then a, a couple from back home that are big supporters of the president uh, sat down on a great lunch. And then Chris put us on a tour of uh, Mar-a-Lago. He said, let's go and show you around. So we walked on the grounds. We, uh, we went down by a, like a tennis court and a, and a pool. And all of a sudden this guy comes by and it's uh, Victor, you know, Chris is saying, Hey, Victor. And he stops by to talk and it's Melania's dad uh, who uh, lives at uh, Mar-a-Lago. And he had been just golfing with the president. So we just got back. And uh, so we talked to him a little bit. I did tell him his daughter is beautiful inside and out. And he said, more beautiful inside, he said with his accent. So cute. And uh, so nice chat with him. Then we went to actually see, that's quite a story in Mar-a-Lago. I don't know if you know the story, but it was owned by um, the uh, heiress of the Post, serial Post family, I think out of Chicago. And uh, it, uh, you know, I don't know if she died or what, but it was just in ruins. And uh, there was an auction and Trump went to the auction. He bought it for $7 million. And it's beautiful. You know, you can tell from the picture there, all the all yeah. the uh, ornate decorating. And and so they took us into a ballroom that's been part of the original structure. And then Trump added a ballroom that's humongous. I mean, the thing is like uh, a football field inside where they do a lot of the bigger events there now at Mar-a-Lago. But beautiful place. And we're in the lobby, uh, actually just off the lobby in the library. And Chris Ruddy said to me, he said, there's a lot of Secret Service around, so he's probably around. And he said he he, he loves people. So if he has meetings, he'll have them in the lobby so he can see people going by. Wow. And uh, so he said, if he's meeting with somebody or whatever, I never like try to inject myself or anything. So let's just walk by if he's there. And if he says something, we'll talk. Otherwise, just kind of keep moving. So um, we come out of the library and immediately the president sees Chris Ruddy and said, Ruddy, what are you doing here? Come <laughs> over here. And uh, Chris Ruddy, of course, very gracious. He goes, sir, this is the number one talk show host in North Dakota. North Dakota. They love me there, don't they? Do they, do they still love me? I said, oh, yeah, more than ever, sir, more than ever. He said, well, tell them I'm coming back uh, 2024 or sooner, uh, he said. And um, he was working on his speech um, for uh, his speech Sunday at CPAC. And he said, they don't want me to say the election was stolen. What do you think? Should I say the election was stolen? I said, well, it was. So <laughs> you could find a way to mention it, but I'm sure they're telling you not to for obvious reasons. It'll be what they obsess over. So I said, just go there and kill them with kindness. So. He, uh, he was very gracious, talked to her for a little while. And I um, have some friends at the Media Shack in uh, Fargo. It's a wonderful place um, run by uh, Tanner Brandt. And uh, they did a Rush Limbaugh Memorial hat. 
and it's really neat. It's a you know hat that says Rush, and it has 1951 to 2021 on it. So I gave him a couple of those and said, you might want to wear this at CPAC. And then we talked about Rush for a while and how much um, he was going to be missed. And he said, who's going to replace him? None of those guys he has on now, they're not any good. I said, well, I said, I know they're doing some legacy stuff for a while, but I said, I think it's up to us. And he said, that's a very good point. I said, you know, 20 million listeners a week. Everybody just needs to take the lessons they learned from Rush and, and uh, carry on. And he liked that. And, you know, he's just very gracious, very nice. Talked about Senator Kramer. Uh, said, you know, your guy from North Dakota, Kramer, was with me through and through. And he said, I just talked about a week ago. Really appreciate all the support. And, you know, he said, uh, there's there's darn few like him in the U.S. Senate. So he was very, very uh, complimentary of Kevin. And it was just a wonderful little short visit. Probably talked 10, 15 minutes and took a picture with him. And, you know, it's very nice. Said goodbye. We were leaving and he called Andrew back and said, hey, before he actually called him back, he said, now your old man's still with me, isn't he? <laughs> like he's kind of wondering is everybody still with me he's like <laughs> totally out of the loop you know and andrew said of course he is yeah he's up in new york now and then he called andrew back and had a private conversation with him for about 10 minutes you sit with dan scavino his um you know social media yeah yeah you know dan scavino great story dan scavino was uh, you know in the white house was the director of social media did all the pictures with the president always and uh, i guess he was his caddy i didn't know that but um he was his caddy yeah. at a club outside of new york and he's you know Took him from being caddy to being, uh, you know, an aide to, to his when he was uh, at Trump Tower and is still with him to this day. So it's pretty cool. So a couple of things that I, I just want to get clarity on. So so you're saying, hey, you talked about 2024. He said, yes, I'm running. Yes, I'm in. Or yes, I'm just going to be very active. No, no. He said, I'm running. He said, I mean, he offered it. I don't know what he even asked. You know, he's like, 2024, let's go. I'm sure they're going to announce that probably uh, on Sunday. On Sunday. Yeah, I, I, would, I would not be surprised because he was – it was matter of fact. It wasn't even like he was joking around. It was wow. like, you know, we're, we're, we're going to do it. So you want to talk about a heavyweight fight in 2024. It's going to be incredible. Now, the other thing, when he talked about Rush, I was hoping you're going to say, I don't know, Mr. President, may, maybe you, maybe you sit down in the chair and take over for, for Rush. I mean, I just think he would be a perfect person to step in. 20 million people builds his way to 2024 so just an interesting idea. Your thoughts? Yeah, no, I've heard that before. I don't know. You know, when you're a former president, I, my personal opinion, it's almost yeah. beneath him. You know, I mean, uh, he'd be a great teacher. He'd be great on the air. You know, you're on the air three hours a day. You're going to say some stuff uh, that might, you know, blow back along the way. And, you know, so I don't know. I, I even think a, a run in 2024, as much as we need him back as president, I think he'd be so effective as, as a coalition builder, as someone that, you know, still stands up and fights for Americans. And, you know, what, what, what the swamp doesn't understand about Donald Trump is he fights for us, right? I mean, here he is a man of the people. This guy was a blue-collar billionaire. You know, I mean, he he is not your typical, uh, you know, politician, foreign politician consumed with himself. Uh, remember a famous conversation that he had with Kevin Kramer. One of the reasons he has the bond with Senator Kramer that he does is that he, um, you know, basically recruited Kevin to run that race. Kevin said no three, four, five times. His son was going through a tough time. They eventually lost his son. It was just very, very tough. And, you know, how he ultimately was convinced to run was a conversation, uh, you know, when, in which he said, you know, I understand you're worried about they're going to say bad things about you. Look what they say about me. And he said, America's worth it. America's worth it. And so you think about Donald Trump. If I were him, I would have said two years into his presidency, see you later, bye. Who needs this? Throw the keys to Pence. Who cares? This is this swamp stinks. And he fought it out. 
uh, Andrew Giuliani today said, you remember the conversation you and I, Chris, had in the White House with uh, Hogan Gidley? Yes. And you asked him a very insightful question. You said, okay, you've been here two years. Like, what most surprised you? And he told you and I, 80% of this place was against us. And I, the day we walked in here, and I, I remember saying, you mean like the swamp? You mean like D.C.? He said, no, the White House, 80% of the place. And I think he told us that's about 50% now. And Andrew Giuliani said that's 100% true. 100% true. It was 80% in the beginning, went to 50%. So it was a little better by the time we left. But he said, you know, people he hired, people he brought in actively conspiring against him in the White House. So think about whatever you do for a living and have 80% of the people around you, half the people around you saying, I'm trying to take that SOB down. How could you even operate? So, you know, I, I think he's... Uh, He's subhuman. He's he's anointed. He is uh, he's here for some very special reasons. There is no other explanation. This is not a normal time or a normal president by any means. Well, and it's interesting you say that because I was just going to say, and I know we want to be respectful of your time, Scott. But when you think about that, and then yet all the things that he accomplished with the economy and the things we were roaring, and I, I believe he's one of the greatest civics teachers out there. And I only say that because all the things he brought to the forefront that at least for me growing up, just weren't, weren't really talked about. And all of a sudden now everyone's thinking about China and tariffs and trade and manufacturing. And it just was fascinating to watch him bring that stuff to the surface. So um, I want to give you the last words. I know we're only going to have five minutes of your time. We're going on 10. Anything else you want to add or share? Uh, Chris Ruddy, I want to thank for the opportunity to be at Mar-a-Lago today. And Chris is running a network that right now is it's nipping at the heels of Fox News. It's pretty amazing. Uh, Fox is uh, is is on a downward spiral ratings wise. Newsmax is on the way up. Um, you know, it isn't on a, a lot of cable places. You got to get it on Roku or whatever. But uh, it's going to be interesting to watch Fox. Just you and I, Chris, are obviously very observant in the media and how they twist things. And I think if we don't have a conservative media, a place for people to go where they actually feel like they have a fighting chance, just like your show, just like what you've done with POV, what I do every day. Look, I give my opinions. I let people call. I talk to, uh, we've got on our website now, the Absolute Proof documentary that Mike Lindell did. And by the way, we saw Mike there today. I about died. I had no idea he was going to be there. I, mean, I look up at his Mike Lindell and he goes, hey guys. And I, he said, I'll be back. And he never came back. He had a meeting somewhere, but uh, Mike Lindell's down there. But I've interviewed all the people in that documentary. Uh, from General Thomas McInerney to former FBI counterintelligence people to Matt DiPerno, the guy that has uh, has sued to get a forensic review of the of the voting machines, and, and this story is nowhere. I mean, uh, uh, Dominion and all these, uh, you know, these, uh, you know, Chris Ruddy told us he got four lawsuits right now, four lawsuits where they are doing everything in their power to shut him down. If one word is mentioned about it, it's unbelievable. This is not America. So what you're doing is very important. What Chris Ruddy at Newsmax is doing is very important. Uh, this country has been brainwashed by a corrupt media, so we've still got a big job ahead of us. Well, you're doing great work, Sky, and just I appreciate you giving us some of the time. And I, when I saw this picture, I was like, oh, we, we got to check. It's, <laughs> such, it's such a beautiful pic. It just epitomizes. He got the thumbs up, the big smile. He And you know what? For what it's worth, I mean, he looks really happy. It always amazed because you and I would talk a lot, Scott, how, how could he get up to the mic every day at those pressers and, and he's mentioned this, you know, people throwing arrows at him and he still would have a smile on his face, but he looks, he looks really happy right there. So it's, uh, it's nice to see. Yeah. You know, my wife said the same thing. She said, Oh, so great to see his face and see how good he looks and happy. And I'm telling you, just talking to me clearly is the guy is not wound up about anything. You can tell he's just in a really, really good place. And, you know, it's funny, Chris Ruddy said he, he often has his meetings in the lobby because he likes seeing people. 
I mean, which, that's just amazing. He's truly a man of the people. Even uh, Mar-a-Lago, where they, where he, you know, with the, like the dining room, and we ate, we ate outside today overlooking the pool. There's probably I don't know half a dozen tables, and Chris like he usually sits there. And he said they rope off the table because otherwise people come over. But he said more often than not, he goes to the other tables. I mean, he's just that kind of person that loves people. And uh, I think we were lucky to have him for four years. And I hope we get him back at some point. It may be before 2024 if, uh, if, if some of this evidence continues to be unearthed. And look at Joe Biden. Oh, my gosh. You see him with the Canadians uh, mispronouncing the name of the people that are the Chinese dissidents. I mean, he is embarrassing. He's getting worse by the day. It's just, wow. I mean, we got to pray for this country and pray for what's going on right now. It's amazing uh, to me what's happening. I just, the last thing I told the president, I said, sir, the Hennon family, we pray for you regularly. And he looked at me and he said, you know, you can't, you can't understand how much that means, you know, and uh, it, it is, we need to, and God, God is good. He's in charge and uh, we'll, we'll let him, we'll let him end the last, uh, you know, uh, the last few uh, scripts of this, uh, of this wonderful journey could be written by him anyway. So we'll see what happens. Amen. Scott, we appreciate the time, man. It's great to see you and <laughs> love seeing the pick with you and number 45 and the insight. So there it is. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be announced on Sunday, but President Trump at least suggesting pretty clearly to Scott Hennon he is running in 2024, which I don't think is a big surprise, but it's just interesting to hear it, uh, you know, coming from you, Scott, and have a chance to actually visit with him. So thank you, man. God bless you. Have a great time at CPAC. Hopefully you can join us tomorrow and tomorrow night or throughout CPAC to give us some more insight. Okay. Happy to. God bless you, Chris. Take care. Thank you, man.